Hey, Steven. Hey, what? Dude, have you heard of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast? Have I heard of it? Yeah, man, that's our podcast. Oh, right, 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 right. I knew that. Well, did you know that they have a Patreon? Yeah, I knew that. We made the Patreon. Oh, right, 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 right. I knew that too. But did you know that for as low as $3 a month? For $3 a month, you can support the show and get access to our exclusive Discord channel. And that for $5 a month, you also get access to our player rankings that we will update weekly until your fantasy football drafts. Then once the season has started, you will get access to our weekly player rankings to help your start sit decisions. Oh yeah. Yeah. I knew that. Oh, I should have known you knew that you're, you're pretty smart. Well, it's pretty awesome, man. And for $15 a month, you could even play with the host of the show in their own exclusive league. <laughs> now that's pretty cool. You're right. It is cool. And you absolutely can. So why don't you guys head on over to Patreon right now and search for First Read Fantasy Football Podcast so you can join today. What is up, everyone, and welcome in to episode 21 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, how you doing today, my friend? I am doing fantastic, and these sound bites that we've added to the show are just phenomenal. We can now listen to our intro uh, so right before we good. actually start recording, and it's, it's, it's great. great. I, gets me pumped up. Makes me want to dance and just talk football. Absolutely. Absolutely. So to our audience, we say... Hello there. Hello, audience. Welcome in. Welcome in. Hello there. (laughs) We hope you guys are as excited for this episode as we are. We have been waiting for this one for weeks now. For 21 weeks. For 21 weeks. You're right. right, This is the only episode I've actually wanted to do. After this, I'm retiring. (laughs) <laughs> we were just Not trying to get to this game. point for this one thing and now we're done we're just gonna we're just gonna call it quits not really you guys should keep listening keep checking out for new episodes because yes. yes please um if you are a first time listener welcome into the first street fantasy football podcast we are happy to have you where we are going to talk some fantasy football some nfl um and just have some fun and you know we're two best Let, friends let's be honest like to talk uh, football and- a oh. fair amount of Star Wars and The Office as well. So that is prepared. happening. So um, you know, if you need a break from your office, come and listen to us for a little while. You know, maybe on your yeah, lunch break great. or something. We're great. So, we're a great uh, break. I wouldn't choose to listen to me for 20, 30 minutes, but uh if you want to, that is your prerogative and do with it what you will. I, I thank you for it. So Steven's had to listen to me for years now, so and he's still alive. Yeah, again, I don't so I it won't hurt you. Sure. What? It won't um, hurt you. It might a little he's bit. an en- he's we'll an see. engineer, so it didn't make him dumber by listening to me. That's yeah. Who knows what I would have been though? Maybe he'd be CEO of Tesla or something by now. I have, I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. Uh, <laughs> but welcome in, guys. Welcome back to the show. If you have been listening, and as Steven has said, we are on episode twenty-one. We've been we've had twenty shows before this. 
20. Yeah, that's crazy. 20 times we've come that's double, to this that's point double ten. and talked that's about crazy. football for an hour. That's awesome. <laughs> we have. We've been talking actually probably for an hour before we actually started recording. Just that's about normal. nonsense in life. So, um, you know, finally, we, we finally, that, that's, that, that's our friendship. That, that's how we do things. That's how we operate. That's how we thrive and we succeed. Very so, dysfunctionally. You're right. Welcome into the second ha- second hour of our conversation. <laughs> oh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. But if you haven't tuned us out yet, let's go ahead. Let's intro this episode. So real quick, we have a little bit of news that we're going to talk about. Um, it's really just one sort of big story that you may or may not have heard about. Just kidding. You definitely heard about this story. But we're going to dive in a little bit to the Julio Jones news. And then we've got a special special segment for you guys in honor of it being episode 21 of the first read fantasy football podcast we are going to give you guys our 21 hot takes for the 2021 nfl season and boy they are spicy (laughs) i love spicy i love it so i don't like spicy spicy. beer but i like spicy so (laughs) can't wait to get to that by the way side note spicy (laughs) beer is just the stupidest thing i've ever i've ever tasted in my life i've never had spicy beer i didn't even know really that was a thing it's spicy to me they i think the i had a i think it was a jose cuervo that's not a beer it was a corona (laughs) 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 that's just a guy No, it's just because he has a Hispanic name doesn't mean he tastes <laughs> spicy. Come on now. No, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a cerveza. It was a, uh, <laughs> it was a Corona, and it was like jalapeno or something. I was like, I'll try it. God, I did not finish. It was the worst, worst tall boy I ever bought at, at Buffalo Wild Wings. So, <laughs> yeah, and the Bears you're lost that than day. I am. It wasn't a great day. Oh. I do not like jalapeno, and I'm I'm Mexican, and hate jalapeno. Let me tell you, it's gross. It, one one of my really good friends, who I hope listens to this show, if he doesn't, then anywho, um, his name's Phil. Shout out to Phil. He uh, one night, you know, years ago, we were we were having a few drinks, and I think he had like jalapeno vodka or something like that, Ugh. and I didn't do it because gross. I know better. But I still <laughs> suffered the consequences because the next morning, all I woke up to was uh, uh, him just riddling with pain from the spicy vodka from the night before. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just gosh. like so mad because I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to so you, gross. Phil, for waking me up. <laughs> yeah, for waking god. you up. God, because right. of your own decision. So, <laughs> alrighty, uh, enough about uh, alcohol and liquor and spicy beer. We're gonna get some spicy facts, but before that, we're gonna come spicy. into the show with, uh, like, like Stephen had said, huge piece of news affects the fantasy, affects the whole NFL as well. It, it's oh yeah, it's a whole. big deal. Julio Jones is going to the Tennessee Titans. For like a second round draft pick in exchange. Something stupid. Yeah, what on earth? And maybe something else, you know. It's one of these these uh these offers you send to your buddy because you want a player on his on his on his fantasy team and he just like laughs at your face, declines it, and gets mad at you and calls you out. But the 
Atlanta Falcons did not do that. They said, okay, here you go. Yeah. Don't you get concerned if you're the Titans? Like, really? That's all it took? No, I, I don't get concerned. I just sure. laugh at them. Because... <laughs> Okay, let's say let's say he's injured and like why did the Falcons get rid of him? Is he injured? Is there something wrong with him? Like he's still Julio Jones. He even is, you is, know, even if he plays that. half as good as he has in the past, that's still really good. That's still better than half the league. So you got I, I think and someone said it best. <laughs> a proven player is always better than picks. Because you know what you're mm-hmm. getting. So yeah. I'm taking that Julio trade all day long. What do you, what does this do for uh, your boy AJ Brown? In your opinion, yeah. So so this is a tough one, and I I've been kind of back and forth on this one. I think last week I was like, eh, I'm not worried about AJ Brown, right? Like I wasn't concerned because I, I was thinking my thought process was like, listen, he's still going to be really good. He's still the wide receiver one there for that team. There's chemistry. There's history. Blah 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 blah. But then I started thinking about it. Okay, I was like. I think A.J. Brown is a very good receiver. Very, very good. But this is not just anybody that's going on to this team. This is Julio freaking Jones, right? You know, there is there's a very real possibility that he steps onto this team and is the number one guy there. And if that's the case, then I start to worry a little bit about A.J. Brown. Not enough that I don't think he's going to be good. I think both of those players will be good. But the upside that I kind of had projected A.J. Brown for, I'm going to have to cap that a lot. So I had A.J. Brown as like my wide receiver three or something crazy. I don't see that happening. I think he'll still be a wide receiver one, maybe even a top 10 guy. Um, but it'll be closer to that like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 range versus like a top five guy. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do still think A.J. will be the guy. He'll be the number one. Which is just so cool if you're AJ Brown because you know he right, Julio yeah. was one of his heroes, you know, in the past few years, mm-hmm. and I still think AJ Brown's gonna be that guy. But I mean, it's pretty obvious at this point. You just you can't guard both of them. Absolutely. Uh, and if you for some reason are able to, you're you can't defend Henry. Like it's just <laughs> yeah, the defenses yes. are are in trouble. I, I feel so bad for the Colts this year playing them twice. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's going to be so rough. But, you know, they're both going to produce. The only thing that honestly really, really kind of scares me is, are we going to end up with a Tyler Lockett in a situation? Okay, yeah, sure. Where Tyler Lockett's awesome, but now you have to worry about Metcalf on the other side. You never mm-hmm. know who's going to really put up that game. Because yeah. there was weeks last year where, you know, Lockett just was fire, but then he didn't really do you any favors the rest of the time. You know, is that yeah. going to be this situation where you really don't know who to put in and no, neither one of them is really reliable and you're just playing a guessing game each week because I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that that is definitely the concern. It's just like, okay, so if I start Julio Jones or I start AJ Brown, will I be confident in that every single week or am I just going to be sitting there like... You know what I mean? Because that's what it feels yeah. like. That's what it felt like with Tyler Lockett. It was like, okay, he had that huge game. And I remember you going through this, actually. Like, he blew up, and it was like 50-some points or whatever. And then you played him next week, and he got like three points. It's yeah, just like, it was okay, never what? consistent. 
<laughs> it was crazy. It's like, what do I do with this? And the, the, the thing that makes me worried is how much the Tennessee Titans want to run the ball. They want to be a run-first team, and when that's the case, I can't rely on volume like I would for somebody like the Kansas City Chiefs, right? The Kansas City Chiefs easily support Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. You don't worry about it. You don't think about it. You just play those two players, right? You put them in, and it's fine because there's so much volume to go around, whereas here it's like, okay, what if Tannehill only throws it 19 times a game because Derrick Henry rushed the ball for 26 times. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. It can go a lot of different ways. I'm choosing to stay confident in both those players just because of the talent, because I believe in that team in general. And like, you have to pick one to stop. And if you don't stop Derrick Henry, I that feels worse than letting Julio Jones and AJ Brown light up your defense, right? Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, who knows. I, 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 I'm with you. I choose to feel confident in them. It's going to take a few weeks into the year before you really figure out maybe a game plan. Either one of those guys is going to be beneficial to your team. Still worth picking up AJ Brown over Julio though, all day. Obviously Henry's still, you know, one of the top picks in the draft. So, you know, don't let that scare you. Um, I do just want (laughs) to share, uh, you saying it actually reminded me there was a meme going around and I'm going to say a curse word on this podcast. So if anyone has childlike ears, you know, go ahead and cover them up. But there was <laughs> there was a meme, and it's Ryan Tannehill. Just like, it's a picture of him uh, about to throw the ball, and it's just in quotes, fuck it, Julio or AJ out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Julio or AJ I'm are just out like, there somewhere. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> oh, I got a good gosh. chuckle out of that, so... Um, yeah, it, honestly, I think it's kind of a consensus right now that if anyone, Tannehill's the one that got the most benefit from this as a fantasy player. Right? Yeah, Tannehill, and I think Derrick Henry it helps out a lot too, um, because you just you just can't guard like you can't do both. You will not you stop both parts of these offenses. So yeah, Ryan Tannehill up in my opinion, I think he's a number like he's a top twelve quarterback, almost no doubt in my book. And Derrick Henry just keeps staying right at the top there. I got a pre-hot take for you. Pre-hot take, hot take. Okay. This is not part of the 21. This is a pre-hot take. So this is completely this separate. This is a freebie. Free this is a freebie. This is the guys. free space. But um, because of the Julio situation and the weapons just not being able to guard, Tannehill rushes for 500 rushing yards on the season. What? <laughs> 500 yards. Yeah, okay. Dude, what if it happens, though? What if they do guard all three? That leaves Tannehill open. <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come on. So, uh, <laughs> But, yeah. So, God, Julio, oh, gosh. I just... Calvin Ridley, guys. <laughs> yeah. Right? Kyle Pitts. Yep. Hunter, Hunter Hurst. Oh, God. Hayden Hurst. Hunter Hurst. Hayden Hurst. This happened Hayden like four Hurst. weeks ago, didn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> He's Hunter Hurst in my heart. Hunter Hurst. Hunter Hurst. You've got to remember Hayden with the Star Wars sound bites and all of that stuff. You know, you, you would think so. You would think so. There's only one Hayden in my life, and his last name is, yeah. is Christensen. So uh, <laughs> leave it at that. Um, so, okay, let's just do this. I got excited with my pre-hot take. 
Like it just it kind of got me real fired up. So, oh yeah. Do, do you want to just jump into this fiery Mustafar pit of hot takes? This is where the fun begins. I am oh, ready. Yes. Uh, okay. I do just want to preface this to everybody listening. This isn't to be taken like super serious, right? We've been looking sure, forward sure, to this sure. episode. We've been looking to have a lot of fun. Y- you know, I know we know all of these aren't going to happen. All these hot takes we're saying, and we'd actually be pretty disappointed if they did, especially yeah, in our fantasy nuts. teams. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, but we decided decided to compile this fun list of twenty one hot takes. Um, some could happen. That's why some of them are on here. They might just be, mm-hmm, you know, against mm-hmm. popular opinion. But most of them probably won't, hence them being hot takes. So, again, we just wanted to have fun with this, you know, may- maybe just something to think about and be like, ooh, interesting. This is kind of our, uh, I guess it's almost our conspiracy, quote-unquote conspiracy of the NFL ooh, 2021 I like season. It. Could it happen? So, let's just go ahead. These guys are our 21 hot takes. Let's get this thing going. And for the first hot take that we have, I'm feeling pretty good about this one, man. This is the first one I came up with, okay? So it's been on my list for a while, and at first I was a little less confident. First I was very confident, then I got less confident, but now I'm back at it again. Listen here, no running back from the San Francisco 49ers will finish in the top 30, okay? Not one of them. Not Raheem Mostert, not Jeff Wilson, not Wayne Gallman, not the rookie that they just drafted, Trey Sermon, none of them. Not one will finish in the top 30. Not one will feel helpful for your fantasy team because one will have a good week, then the next one will have a good week, and then another one will have a good week, and it'll be a complete mess and or Trey Lance rushes for 1,200 yards and takes away all of the, the rushing touchdowns. That's where I'm at with the San Francisco 49ers running game. I am totally, completely out on those guys. So I do just want to say a, a quick, uh, quick add-on to your hot take, which is a crazy hot take. I've been getting news all day from Sleeper, because I get a lot of news from Sleeper, that um, like their offensive players and their lines is already getting injured for the year. Exactly. Like it's already happening again, all over again. It's it's nuts. It's it's nuts. This team is like really well oiled and like has the team right, but I guess they're not well oiled because they keep breaking. So (laughs) extremely poorly oiled. (laughs) They they are they are the Tin Man. If he never had oil in the Wizard of Oz, they would only get a little bit further and then and have to stop. So that is a very hot take for the first one. And I'm gonna be honest, like. It's hard to like really argue. Like thirty is a, has a high number, but there's a lot of teams that have really good running back duos. So mm-hmm. I purposely, I, I, I said it, I said it at a low bar, and I'm I'm rolling with it. You know, I would stick to that one. I I, I would feel confident placing money on that bet. I'm saying so. that those injured 49ers can't play limbo when I set the bar. That's a dumb <laughs> joke. Get it? We know. We know. In limbo, you go under the bar. But but in this, I'm talking about going over it. That doesn't work at all. <laughs> it does. That's the funny part. This is definitely an office shit. This this would wait, make it in the office somewhere, and it'd work if Michael Scott was involved. That's all I'm saying. 
Oh, and, like, and he would explain it just like you did, which is the best <laughs> part. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hot take number two, guys. I, I feel responsible for this one. This is totally your hot take, so I'm going to give you credit, but I do feel responsible for this, I, I, this is for some reason. But at the end of the 2021 season, Justin Fields will be the consensus top quarterback in Dynasty rankings from this year's rookie class. I keep telling everyone on the Facebook groups that I'm in. They're like, who should I take <laughs> next? Winter Pitts. I'm like, you take Fields. Y- you take you him. Take Fields. It's Justin Fields. Assuming it's a super okay. league. But yes. I, I, ignore, ignore teams. Ignore teams. Ignoring Would teams. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence and Will Fuller? Someone said Trevor Lawrence, Will Fuller. Or Justin Fields and Allen Robinson. Who are you taking? Uh, the second one. Exactly. It's a no-brainer, right? And not to toot my own team's horn, the Bears are a much better team than the Jaguars right now. So why is Justin Fields being robbed again like he was in the draft? He will be the best quarterback out of this rookie class. I like it. I I do think so. I think between – I believe in the talent. I, for some reason, have this, like, weird – like – I don't know, positive vibe of Matt Nagy. I don't know where it's coming from, why it's there. But yeah, I'm, I think Justin Fields is going to come out. He's going to impress in his rookie year. And because of the rushing upside, I think we're going to say, hey, I'd rather have Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, these two guys have been competing since they were, what, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they've been, been almost time. even, right? Yep. God, I can't wait for everyone to get proven wrong again. Ugh, <laughs> it's our time. Anywho, um, do you want? You take the next I'm one gonna, too. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take I, the next I, one. I, it's it's real spicy. <laughs> Let me tell you, guys. I uh, I woke up the other day and I forgot I forgot to take like Rolades and Tums. So like, uh, heartburn was kicking in, and this one was real spicy. I just I couldn't help myself, right? So, <laughs> so it's a weird kind of obscure like like statistic I'm gonna throw at you, but that's what the NFL is all about. Watch any football game ever, you will see the weirdest facts. You know, like. Oh, he's the only QB with hair longer than four inches to start 10 games in a row. Weirdest facts ever. Like, that's just just what you see. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm saying Cole Komet, tight end for the Chicago Bears, and newly drafted quarterback Justin Fields of the Bears will be the most successful tight end QB duo statistically in the NFL this season, and that's with Justin Fields not playing a whole season. All right, yes. so here's my question. I'm overlooking, I'm overlooking Mahomes and Kelsey on that. That, 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 is what, that is how good I think they will be. So I think the heat of this take, are you like dropping Patrick Mahomes and or Travis Kelsey into the lava pit on Mustafar? Is that your plan here? No, n- no, see... I guess what I'm going to do with them is I'm going to give them directions to the nearest lifeboat, but they're going to have to figure it out themselves. Mm. So, you know, I'm not saying they won't be successful. I'm not saying they won't be worth, you know, starting every week, but I'm just going to say, you're going to look at the statistics at the end of the year and you're going to see Jimmy G Kittle or or Lance Kittle. You're going to see Cole Komet, Justin Fields, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. And you're going to be like, wow, there's so many more touchdowns and yardage for, for Fields and Komet versus these other guys. I just, I can't believe it. Because 
I said it before in this podcast towards the beginning. Cole Komet's going to be a star. I know I'm partially biased, but I don't care. The what? kid shows talent. No bias here. No bias here. No bias Absolutely here. none. It's fine. Yeah. It's awesome. I just, I got to believe in my team. I don't care. There, there's, I can't imagine there's very few fantasy football players out there that play and don't really have a, a favorite team. And I, I mean, I have mine. I say you got to believe in them. I believed in Cutler way too long. You know that better than anyone. But guys, Cole Komet, going to be special. Justin Fields already is special. Together, they like, re- they like peanut butter and chocolate. Reese's, baby. Reese's. It's a drop. That's my response. Get out of here. You Get out of here with that. that. You have faith in the Chicago Bears. Hey, buddy. We were 8-8 eight and eight last year. <laughs> oh, we striving for mediocrity. Let's move on. Number four, hot take numero quattro. Tua Tungabailoa will finish as quarterback eight on the year. Now, Tyler came up with this one. It's spicy, but I think it's a good one. If you believe in Tua, then you have to believe something like this because he has every single weapon you could possibly want. He can run the ball. And if he can get the offense figured out, if he can throw the ball, I feel like there's the ceiling is so high for him. Agreed. You know, going into this this season, I wasn't real high on Tua. And a lot of people don't seem to be as high on Tua, but they seem to be really high on Jalen Hurts, who we'll touch on in a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think I believe in Tua a lot more than than uh, Jalen Hurts. And, you know, thinking about it, why isn't this kid going to be top 10? He's got the ability. Yeah. He's got weapons around him. Why Why? Why? Why not? So I, I think with that, I think people are going to doubt him. I think that's going to, you know, just give him more drive, more fire. And he's going to finish top 10 QB. He's going to be a QB one for you. Super, super spicy. Get him in your dynasty leagues. This is the cheapest. He will either bust and be awful for the rest of time or... This will be the cheapest he ever is until he's like old and retiring, right? So if you want him, if you believe in him at all, now is the time to go get him. Let's move on. I'm going to do the next one really quick because it's another quarterback take. This one, I like this one a lot. I actually, I think I just straight believe this one, okay? Did I come up with this one? You came up with this one. I think I did. Yep. And so number five, Dak Prescott will be QB2 on the year. Who's your QB1? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes, right? Justin Fields. It's, it's gotta be. <laughs> There's a good Michael Scott soundbite that belongs in here, but we don't have it saved, nor do I have access. <laughs> I'm gonna say. There's a reason you don't have control over this. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> <laughs> If if I would have been, there would have been the the uh, the one where Michael says to Toby, "I'll kill you." (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) My favorite gift to send. (laughs) Dak Prescott, QB two on the year. That's easy peasy. He's good. That offense is going to be about as hot as these takes are. And that defense. I don't know, man. Dude, I mean, he only he only has CD Lamb and Amari Cooper though. I mean, Uh, yeah, and and really finished two on the year. Yeah, God, I really no way. Michael Gallup, oh yeah, oh yeah, he can. All right, actually, you know what? QB two on the year. Let's do this. Let me let me give you another hot take. Let me give you number six. Okay, 
Let's do a six for you. It's not fantasy related, but I do think he'll 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 finish number two. And because of that, Jack will win both comeback player of the year and MVP. Whoa, you're saying he's gonna win both of those awards? Has that ever happened before? I there's Can no it way, happen? Right? Hopefully there's not a rule it, that says you can't do that. The thing is, if he wins MVP, there's no way he can't not win comeback player of the year. Like you don't come back yes, from an injury, right. win yep. MVP the next year, and not be the comeback player of the year. That's just not yep. possible, right? It's absolutely true. Yeah. Just not possible. No, nope, so, not possible. It's going to happen, guys. I mean, just, you know, get your Dak jerseys now. Get, get them. You are MVP, Dakota Prescott. I think Dakota's his full name. I'm, a, I'm like sort of sure about that, but don't quote me. And, and if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, don't tell him because he's kind of scary. So I don't want to fight him. But anyway, let's move on. Number seven. This is a hot take that I'm pretty excited about, and it's sort of elaborate, so bear with me, guys. Listen, I think something is going to happen in fantasy this year. I think we are going to see a changing of the guard. What do I mean by that? I think it's time for those old, decrepit running backs to get out of our lives. I'm talking Alvin Kamara. I'm talking Dalvin Cook. I'm talking Ezekiel Elliott. Although I still think they'll also finish in the top 12. But I think it's time for them to start making their way out of the top 12. And I think it's time for some young players. My hot take is this. Half of the top 12 running backs, so six of the 12, will be first or second year players next year. Right. So listen, I think... Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. Some mixture of those guys will make up six of the top 12 spots. And I think it's very possible that all six are second-year players because Najee and Travis Etienne would be my least likely of those, I think, to, re- to, to reach it. So I think you could see six second-year players in the top 12 running backs this year. That is definitely a hot take, but one that I think is very achievable. I, I do think it's very doable. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say it aloud, it's like, nah, man, no, 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 no. You look at the names that you just listed, very realistic, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. You, why you need some cards Gibson? to fall. You need, you need some things to fall, right? But not, not that many. This one, I'm going to be paying attention to this hot take oh, for the 2021 season. <laughs> okay, too. so... You know, I know you and I talked a little bit of Julio news to start the show out, and I know we kind of ended that segment, you know, talking about Calvin Ridley is going to be a beast. You know, he's going to be the number one guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's still going to be Hayden Hurst. Um, who else is there? Russell Gage is there. Kyle Pitts yep. is now there. It'll be good, good, fun thing to watch. But, you know, you know, Julio's not going to be double teamed anymore in Atlanta. I think it might be Calvin Ridley that's double teamed, you know, opening things up for Ooh. Pitts or, or, or okay, Hurst. Okay. So, because of that, put on your fireman jackets. Calvin Ridley is not finishing as a top 15 wide receiver this year. Top 15? Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. D- 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 don't, don't, don't burn <sighs> the messenger. I'm just, I'm, just here, <laughs> uh, I'm just here to tell you what's going on. You know? I'm telling you that your house is on fire. I'm not here to put it out. I, I, just, I need you to know, not top 15. I... Hope 
you are wrong. I really, really <laughs> hope you are wrong because I am relying on Calvin Ridley to be awesome this year. I think he's going to be projected in my top five, but I could totally see what you're saying, though, because what if, what if he can't do it? What if he can't be the number one target there? Think Juju Smith-Schuster in, in Pittsburgh, right? Everyone thought when Antonio Brown left that he was going to be awesome, and he has been very meh since then, right? So maybe, just maybe, Calvin Ridley could have the same issue. Someone got a wet towel because it is getting hot in here. It's getting hot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Speaking of hot, I, I think this next one's kind of hot. It's a hot take. I mean, it's, it's, it's on the list. But I do honestly believe this one is very, very realistic and could happen, especially since we are going into an extra week in 17 games this mm-hmm. year. I know Julio's in Tennessee. You know, we keep talking. It, everything keeps coming back to this Tennessee Atlanta, you know, news. But Julio's in Tennessee. AJ Brown's in Tennessee. He, it's going to be hard to cut them both off. But you still got Derrick Henry in the backfield. He's going to be there. He's going to be making a difference. So big of a difference that in a 17 game NFL season, he will take the single season rushing record and finish with 2,500 yards. 20. 20- 500 yards. You're telling me that Derrick Henry is going to go out there and have like two very productive running back seasons in one season. Now listen, Derrick Henry finished last season with 2,027 yards. It is the fifth all-time best single season. You know, the the people Mm -hmm. in front of him include names like Barry Sanders, Adrian Peterson, Eric Dickerson. Well, the record that I'm looking at right now is from 1984, 2105. Ooh. That's not far off from where Henry finished, right? No, it's not. He had multiple games last year with like, what, 200-something yards? Yeah. You throw two more games in there like that? Oh, and we just add an extra weekend? Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not unfathomable. When you have defenses worrying about Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, possibly two of the top 10 receivers in the NFL this year, You're going to leave someone open. Yeah. You know, we talked about Tannehill being the one that benefits from this from a fantasy perspective, but I think just from an overall football perspective, I think Derrick Henry really, really benefits from this. And, you know, I I would love to see him be the one to do it. The dude is a monster. You know, when I look at the NFL record books and I see the guy that had the most rushing yards in a single season, I want it to be the guy that was picking people up with one arm and just shoving them down. And being like, oh, I have nothing to argue. That is the guy that probably did it. That's who I want it to be. So 2,500 yards coming at you next year. I love it. Nice and spicy. It'll be crazy if he does that. Absolutely insane. And I think that record will, will last for a long, long time if he's able to do that. Let's move on. Number 10, hot take. You've heard us talk about this player before. We are very excited collectively. I am very excited personally. Terry McLaurin will be a top five wide receiver this year. Top five. I'm not saying he's a wide receiver one. I'm No, I'm not just saying that. He's going to be top five. He'll be up there with the likes of Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, 
potentially Calvin Ridley, although you don't think so. Stephon Diggs, <laughs> maybe AJ Brown. Those kind of guys, those will be the names that, that are lingering around Terry McLaurin's name next year. I believe it. I, yeah, I've actually seen this uh, This kind of uh, going starting to go around a little bit. I've seen a lot of people start to put him up there as well. Uh, so I think this is one of those hot takes that I wouldn't laugh at it because I think it's very viable. But you know what? You know what I think, though? I think you can only do that with a little bit of magic. Oh, wait. He's getting some Fitz magic. Come oh, on, guys. yeah. Come on, guys. Come Terry on. Terry McLaurin. So much How magic. Can you... <laughs> so much freaking magic. Oh, these takes are so hot, man. I'm breaking a sweat in here. It has nothing to do with the 85 degree heat outside. It's totally because of these hot takes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, I'm assuming since you know, all you fine listeners, and, and probably you as well, Stephen, I assume since you know you listen to this podcast, or you know you specifically, since you host this podcast, you probably play fantasy football. You know what? I do play fantasy football. You're right. Yeah, you do play fantasy football. Yeah, on occasion. Well, that is that is good. If you play fantasy football, I'm guessing your main objective is to win, win the win the league. You know, always. But you know, what winners deserve. Winners deserve trophies. That is right. And my favorite place to get <laughs> trophies for my NFL fantasy team are fantasyjocks.com. Guys, they literally have some of the coolest selection out there. And they're not making these plastic trophies. No, 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 no. Those are for kids. And they don't just have trophies. They got fantasy belts for all you wrestling fans like myself out there with customizable nameplates. That's right. Customizable nameplates. They have your classic championship rings. You know, if you're really good, you might be looking like Thanos in a few years and snap everyone right out of your league. Yeah. Are you that good? You know, but they, they do. They have your classic trophies. They're super cool. They're your classic Lombardi trophy. They have my favorite trophy, which is like this hawk looking dude tearing his shirt off. So cool. Sticking with that Avengers theme. I love it. And that trophy is only like 25 bucks. Like the prices are phenomenal. You know, they have a GOAT trophy if you're the greatest of all time in your league. 35 bucks. Selection is on point. And for people like Steven who are going to lose this year, they even have sessions whoa, 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 that, that can say fantasy loser. You know, I can get him a bobblehead for the Outhouse Award. You know, I, I think I'm going to have to get you that one after you lose. I think you'll deserve that one. But they literally have the coolest stuff. You know, rings, belts, trophies, whatever you name it. And actually... What's really cool is if you haven't drafted yet and you're going to get everyone together, draft party, they have draft kits you can buy, which is super cool. You get a nice draft board and they even have little player labels you can buy with player names, which is super cool. And uh, it's so cool. It makes it easy. You know, you don't have to write everything in. Um, and they even have IDP player labels for the for all you Dynasty players. I know we love our Dynasty. So um, that's something we will definitely be using in the future uh, for our next draft party. So that will be fun. But guys, check them out. Like, they're super dope. They have everything you could ever need. Um, you can check them out at fantasyjocks.com or at the link in our bio. So at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the link is there. Check them out. See what you think. You're a champion. Celebrate like a champion. Get that trophy from Fantasy Jocks today. And if you're going to be winning all those championships from all those leagues you're in, you know, you're going to be winning that fat cash. You're going to be hoisting that trophy, you're, you're going to need some strength. You're going to need some energy, right? Well, my go-to energy, Raise 
energy. And unlike those, some of those competitors out there, I'm not gonna not gonna name them, obviously. But um, this drink's not gonna give you any crash. You know, it, it's gonna keep you sustained for hours. There's two types of caffeine. There's a slow release, a fast release. It's gonna keep you going throughout the day, throughout your fantasy season. It's gonna be great. There's no sugar in it, so no worries there. There's no calories. It's gonna be everything you need. You guys are going to love this drink. They have plenty of flavors. You know, they have one called Voodoo, which is like this orange cream sickle and great bubble gum. Really hard to pull the grape flavor off, but they have done it. They have the newest flavor, which is Miami Beach. Nice coconut flavor. Nice variety. 12 awesome flavors. And if you order through repsports.com, you can actually get 15% off your order if you use the code FIRSTREADFOOTBALL at checkout. I highly recommend them. I actually have a bunch of cases sitting next to me right now that I've been working on. And I, I have one probably every day, if not every other day. I probably have a problem, but they're that good. They're that delicious. So <laughs> go ahead and check them out, guys. RepSports.com. That's with two Ps. And use the code FIRSTREADFOOTBALL at checkout for 15% off your order. All those ads cooled me off a little bit, but I think I'm ready to heat myself back up with some hot takes. Let's let's do this. I want you to read me a hot take, and we'll see how spicy it is. All right, you want a hot take? I will give you a hot take. We ended our last little chunk here talking about a top five wide receiver that I believe in. Now it's time to talk about a top five running back that I believe in, that I am, I am here shouting to the, the masses, hey, this guy is going to do it for your fantasy squads next year. I'm talking about Lions running back DeAndre Swift. He will be a top five running back this year. You can quote me on that one. I believe in DeAndre Swift. I do not believe in the Detroit Lions. Do not hear what I am not saying. That team is awful. That's what I was hearing. That's what that I was hearing for a second. It's really bad. But that is okay because they do not need to be good for him to be good. I think he is resilient to their game plan. If they are winning, he will get the ball. If they are losing, he will catch passes. It's easy as that. I don't want to overthink it. I don't want to worry about Jamal Williams. I don't want to worry about Anthony Lynn saying whoever has the hot hand is going to get the ball. No, I don't care about any of that stuff. I believe in the talent that is DeAndre Swift. He will be a top five running back this year because he is just going to see so many touches. End quote. You uh, you taking notes over there? Writing down your quote. Writing down your quote. Perfect. Laugh at you later. That's what I paid you for. All I was doing there. It was a hot take. I will give you that because he plays for the Lions. So he does. That's a lot of faith. It's a lot of faith. Let's go from one bad team to another bad team. Let's go. Teams. Let's travel from Detroit over to the to New York. Let's talk about the Jets for a minute. Now, uh, Sam Darnold, he previously played for the Jets before being traded to the true. Carolina Panthers this year. But he he's had a, he was actually really successful. I mean, I guess that's it's a very loose form of the word yeah, successful. Relative, but in his relative. rookie season, in his rookie season as a New York Jet, he he threw up twenty eight hundred yards for seventeen touchdowns and fourteen intercept fifteen interceptions, seventy seven point six passer rating. And that, unfortunately, was the most successful season for a Jets rookie QB. So not the most successful, not a very high bar. But 
because the bar was not set very high, and maybe this isn't that hot of a take, but Zach Wilson will have the most successful rookie QB season in New York Jets history. Like I said, I don't know how hot of a take that is, but I, I think it's very doable, right? I think it's definitely doable. I think it's hot it's enough. doable? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely doable. Hey, here's, I, here's the it's thing hot to for think a about. Jets. The fact that the Jets made this list is pretty hot. I, I think I'm <laughs> yeah, you're sense. right. The fact that you just, the said, you just said Jets and successful in the same sentence, that makes it hot in itself. Um, what, did I not have a period the... in there? That's not good. There should have been a period. It shouldn't have been in the Oops, same Oh, no. What did I do? What did I do? All right. Put it on there. the socials where this is now tied to <laughs> your career. Your career is dependent on Zach Wilson's ability to surpass <laughs> 2,800 passing yards and 17 touchdowns. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can I can I use my can I use my pre hot take as this hot take? No, nope, it's too late. <laughs> or now. Tannehill runs for 500 yards. No, okay. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> too late now. Let's talk about another rookie here that was drafted at the top of the draft. Let's talk about Kyle Pitts. Listen, it's been a argument for the past. I don't know, month or so, maybe even two months. It's like, what is Kyle Pitts going to be in fantasy? Rookie tight ends do not normally produce in fantasy football, right? That is what we are used to. That is what we have heard. It is what has been ingrained into our brains. I'm here to tell you, sometimes you have to forget what you know. Kyle Pitts will have the best fantasy finish of a rookie tight end ever. And I think he will have the most productive season of any rookie tight end ever. Listen, the record right now, Mike Ditka. Way back in, I think it was 1964 is what I want to say. And he he, he had 1,076 receiving yards, 12 touchdowns in 14 games. I think Kyle Pitts will surpass that. And I don't think, I think he can do it in 14 games. I don't even think he needs the like, Ooh. you know the the technicality. You added onto the hot take less games. Yeah, I think he'll do it in the same amount of games that he did. I think you can choose fourteen a fourteen game chunk and say this fourteen games is better than that. I believe it. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know, man. Get disrespect to coach like that. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, no, no disrespect. It's been like sixty I, I, years. I agree. It's about time it's for so somebody long. else to do it. <laughs> Gosh, for real, I totally agree. I'd agree with you on that, but let's let's turn the heat down a little bit because I I can't say this is maybe a hot take so much as okay, possibly okay. a reality, or you know maybe just some of us being hopeful. But Aaron Rodgers, and I know we mentioned this last week, Aaron Rodgers will enter his first year of retirement and not play this NFL season. What this okay, this is this is pretty spicy. Listen, I don't think there's any chance this happens. No, I know you and I are on two spectrums on this. We're on two different sides because your Bears fan bias is just like leaking out. Might I add extreme rate? Hey, hey, (laughs) might I add he this today marks the first day of holdout. He did not show up to mandatory. I don't care. If he goes, you if, should if somebody sees him in the Jeopardy studio, I will start to get worried. I think you should have added on to the hot take that he will be the host of Jeopardy for, <laughs> for an extended amount of time. Hey, man, I know this is a fun list, but I'm not trying to get I, I'm not trying to get habanero spicy. <laughs> I'm trying to stay at a nice like 
maybe pretty pretty hot jalapeno. I'm not trying to get. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right, so Aaron Rodgers is retiring. Does that mean uh, Mr. Jordan Love will step in and be the starter? God, right? dude, I hope no, dude. I hope Lord Bortles steps in because I'm what I am hearing. Love is not the guy. I'm, I'm saying that as. Yeah, dude, as a Bears fan, I hope it is Jordan Love, but like <laughs> anyone else, I really hope it's Blake Bortles. <laughs> oh, man. Because, <laughs> oh, man. That, not, not, not that, that might be a bunch if of Jordan, an upgrade. If Jordan Love is suited up in week one and starting, that will be spicy. Hot take that possibly could have made it had we thought about this beforehand, <laughs> but Blake Bortles finishes a top 20 QB. Oh, get out of here. Let's move on. Let's go. Let's get back to fantasy. Hot take number 15. Something that's at least in the realm of possibility. Oh, this one is spicy. Hot take number 15. Kenyon Drake will have a better fantasy finish than Josh Jacobs. There are two running backs on the same team. Josh Jacobs was drafted in the first round by the Las Vegas Raiders, I think, three years ago. They signed Kenyon Drake this year to a so. one-year deal. And we are saying Kenyon Drake will finish better than Josh Jacobs. Now, listen, we understand that, that it's not necessarily the most likely scenario, but why sign Kenyon Drake if you trust Josh Jacobs? You don't. You don't pay him you when don't. you paid him either. You don't do it. You don't. I. I just. I. I think Kenyon Drake will finish above because I think he's going to get the touchdowns. I think they're okay. going to get down to the goal line, and he will be the one to get them. It's honestly. I didn't put it on this list, but I think the same thing will happen to Chase Edmonds. I think James yeah. Conner will be the one to get the touchdowns. I think it will affect well. it just enough where they finish yeah. above the respective starter, so to speak, of that team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, speak it into existence. You know what they say. Which one's a hotter take? That Rodgers doesn't play or that Drake finishes ahead of a... I think the second one's hotter. I think it's more likely you, so that Rodgers is not in there playing. Oh, okay, okay. I like the divisiveness. <laughs> Divided, we have fun. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to give you... Uh, I'm going to give you... Here's some wasabi. Wasabi. It's edible, okay, okay. but it's still pretty spicy. Also, I'd love for someone to have a spicy count for this episode and tell us how many times we said that word. We said it so many times. So many times. But it's because we're saying it so many times because I believe Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers and Joe Joseph Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals will both finish, in no particular order, running backs three and four on the season. Oh, that that's something. All right. So you're saying that both will be top five and not just top five, but run three and four in either order. It doesn't matter. That's pretty wild. So honestly, I think the spiciest thing about this is Joe Mixon, because here's the thing about Aaron Jones. If you go back and look at his history and fantasy finishes, three and four is not far away. You're right. From his, he his finishes, it's really he can do that. Yeah, really not. Joe Mixon, on the other hand, that's kind of yeah. spicy, all right. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. spicy. <laughs> um, you would have to show us some think, stuff. Listen, you got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, 
you, it's kind of the same situation. You can't cover all three. Yeah. If that online line gets better, we know uh, Joe Burrow can move, so you got to kind of mm-hmm. watch him. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're all on the field at the same time. Maybe Mixon gets open more than he should throughout the season. I'm not saying he's going to get all rushing yards. We we talked about it last week or, or the week before, but you know he's gonna he's gonna catch some passes. He's gonna get some yeah. touchdowns from that. Yeah, I think that people are that sleeping offense, on Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. That offense should be significantly more productive, and I think that opens up the door for him to score many more touchdowns and have that kind of opportunity. So I don't think this is too crazy. I, I'm getting more excited about Joe Mixon the longer we go on in this offseason. That is absolutely true. But here's one thing to keep in mind. The more of these running backs that we keep shoving into the top five, right? This makes Aaron Jones. It makes Joe Mixon. makes DeAndre Swift. We have to make room. That means somebody has to get out. Hot take number 17. Saquon Barkley finishes outside of the top 10 running backs this season. Listen, we talked about bad teams. We talked about how it doesn't matter for DeAndre Swift. I believe that because they have no other weapons, right? In New York, you have some other options. They have Evan Ingram. You you kind of believe what you want, but they've got like 17 wide receivers there, right? Like think about it. They have Kenny Galladay. They have, you know, what? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. It's like they've got options there. Daniel Jones likes to run the ball. All of these things, Saquon does not need to carry the load. And I think he is not resilient to a bad team. And I think the Giants are going to be a bad team because, unfortunately, for Danny Dimes, I do not think he's a good quarterback. Before you say that, let's not forget, he finished above Saquon Barkley last year in the rankings. <laughs> yeah, after Saquon, <laughs> and it's still probably yeah. barely. Hey, hey I, I, probably. I'd actually, I don't know. I'd love to see what his ranking is. That's funny. I have to look that up. So Saquon Barkley out of the top ten, huh? So, so it, you're saying Saquon Barkley's moving out of the top ten, right? I am. I am. Okay. okay. Well, let's do this. If we're gonna move him out of the top ten, I want to move a wide receiver back into the top twelve. That is oh, right. Back. Back in back. the top 12. He's been there before, but he's fallen out. But he's coming back. Jarvis Landry will step back into wide receiver one territory and finish within the top 12 receivers this season. Jarvis Landry. Are you sure? So here's the thing. I think what happened, uh, I think your, like your Excel names got messed up. I think you were looking at rows of data, and you got some names flipped over. So the, the wide receiver one for the Cleveland Browns is Odell Beckham Jr., right? I had a feeling you might say that. You need to click on the 2021 relevant fantasy rosters, not the 2016. So, relevant. Relevant. He's sorry, not even on the relevant sorry. list. Wow, this is brutal. Don't Guys, stop drafting OBJ. OBJ. Stop. Stop. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. God, dude, I got Jarvis Landry in like round 12 or 17 or something stupid round of our 12. dynasty startup. Yeah. That is really Come good. on. That is a great and, and value. I keep thinking about using him as a trade tool, but at the same time, I kind of want to just blow everyone's minds out of the water and just have him finish in mm-hmm. this top 12 as I'm projecting and just <laughs> be hell of a value. Like It still wouldn't Jarvis be crazy Landry, if, if OBJ was on a different team by the start of the season yeah, anyway. 
it's more likely he'll get injured again. It's true that too. So come on, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, guys, Landry's the guy. I don't, I don't care what you say. Get him. All right, steal all right. Him. Listen, steal him in your listen, draft. Listen, if we're talking about old washed-up players who are managing to march their way back into fantasy relevance, have I got a guy for you? Hot take number nineteen. We're getting close to the end here, guys. Bear with us. Mike Davis of the Atlanta Falcons now will finish as a top 15 running back. I am confident in this one. I would have said top 12, but six of my top 12 spots are taken up by second-year players, so I can't do that. Top 15, Mike (laughs) Davis. Write it down. Believe it. Listen, it's simple. He's the guy there. (laughs) There's no competition. Julio Jones is gone. There is a lot of vacated targets. Matt Ryan is still going to throw the ball a ton. I think he'll get dump offs. I think he'll get all of those things, especially especially if Calvin Ridley isn't as effective as we want him to be. Then you got to think when they're in those situations, no one's open. I just I I can see a route to many many targets for Mike Davis, and even if he's not the most electric or effective or efficient player on the field, I think the volume alone will make him in the top fifteen and a consistent floor play. Somebody like a David Montgomery has been in the past, but maybe some more upside though, I think, because I think that offense will still be pretty solid. I I absolutely love this. Um, I, I couldn't agree more. It's simple math when it comes down to it. Mike Davis is the running back. They already lost one weapon. Mm-hmm. It, it opens up it opens up his share that much more. So I'm all for it. I, I love it. I actually really like you talking about, you know, maybe older players stealing the spotlight a little bit. But I want to do, do a 180 on you. I'm going to do a 180 on you. I'm going to talk about a young player falling out of the spotlight. And that is Ayo. right. It will, hot take number 20. It will be evident that Jalen Hurts will not be, <laughs> ooh, not be the starter for the Eagles week one of 2022 after this season. Ooh. Man. Boy, I don't even want to argue because... I don't even want to argue this because I, I agree. Talk about getting dumped on Mustafar. Listen, here's what, I, here's what I'm trying to say. By the end of the season this year, we will look at the Philadelphia Eagles and it will be super clear, all right, they're drafting quarterback because they're picking in the top five. They've got an extra first-round pick because Carson Wentz is going to be electric this year. So they're going to move up into that one, two, three spot. They'll get their quarterback of the future. Jalen Hurts will... Either he'll probably get traded somewhere else. They might try to start him, but he'll end up being a backup for the rest of his career. And that's okay because he'll still make a lot of money. So that's where I'm at on Jalen Hurts. I feel bad about I, it, I think, but not that bad. I, it, it hurts so bad. <laughs> hurts so bad. All right, man. Uh, so we've got no, over. Oh, God. I agree. Oh, no, God, please. This no, is, this no, is no, because you made that no, awful. Wait. Awful no! joke. Wait. Is are you sure that's just not the Philadelphia Eagles fans week nine? Oh, boom! Roast. Got him. Oh, Take that, got Eagles him. fans. Got him. That's what you get for the double doink. Done. Oh, I just want to bite you right now. Boom! Roasted again. All right, man. <laughs> All right, man. That was number twenty. We are here at the end. Why don't you wrap us up with the most beautiful hot take we have on this list? You know, my friend. This this next hot take, I got I gotta be honest. This next hot take ha- has just left 
like I don't even know how to put it. It, it has left my heart glowing. It is it's like a such warm, a positive... nice, warm, fuzzy take. Yes, and, and because of that, I don't feel right saying it. I feel like I need to give it. You know, it's about giving in this world, and I feel like I need to give it to you to announce to all our people what the twenty-first hot take of our twenty-first episode for the twenty twenty-one NFL season is going to be. Oh, that is so kind, and I will happily announce that here. Listen, guys, you hear, you heard it here first. Ryan Fitz Magic quarterback for the Washington nameless football team gets to play in his first playoff game ever this season he gets to win his first playoff game ever and listen here Ryan Fitzpatrick will play in the NFC championship game in 2022 I suppose I believe it here's where we're at I love it. I, I just I think that's the perfect note to end on. I think it is too. Absolutely beautiful. It is a great summation of all of the things that we have talked about this year. We believe in this team. If they suck, we're gonna have to quit this podcast. <laughs> oh man, we got a lot riding on Fitzmagic. Oh man. Wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe we should have picked a more consistent player. Oh god. <laughs> we should have we should have done Patrick Should have picked someone that had won a playoff game by now. <laughs> oh no <laughs> guys washington oh, washington uh, guys ryan fitzpatrick fitz magic whatever you want to call him he's gonna play in his first nfl playoff game i don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities but the spiciest take is he's gonna play in his first nfc championship game unfortunately lose to the stud rookie justin fields himself <laughs> yeah, right but you know oh, what? Man. The the Fitz Magic love is real. Guys, we will see you guys next week. And this has been such a fun episode. So much fun. Go follow us on all the social medias. Uh go follow Ryan Fitz Magic. It was his first day at, at, at camp today. There's a beautiful picture of him, you know, with his little sign. And it will warm your heart to no end. Thank you guys for listening, listening again. Go Washington Fitzmagics, Fitzpatricks, whatever you want to call them. And until next time, we will see you guys. We will see you guys.